It's September 2020, and it's been an entire year since I took my company, Ramblin' Jackson, entirely virtual. Yes, we work entirely remotely. My entire staff works from home. I had a lot of fears like, will I still have clients? Will people want to work for me? And I said that I would do a blog post about those fears six months after I did it, but then COVID happened and everything got weird. And anyways, here we are a whole year later. And I wanna share with you some things that are working because I believe that remote work is here to stay in our workforce. And I have some tips that might help you either manage a remote team or a partially you know, hybrid remote team. Maybe some of your family is doing school remotely. And I wanna share with you an inspiring story about a construction company. Yes, a construction company, a high-end remodeling company whose general manager is over a thousand miles away. And how do they do it? It's through using some of the systems that I use at Ramblin' Jackson. In this video, I'm gonna share with you the, some of the technology that we're using, some of the things that has that have been hard. I'm gonna share, are we gonna open an office again and when? And where is it gonna be? And I'm gonna share some interview clips with the people who actually work here, the Ramblers, about what's great about working remotely what's hard and what are some of their tips for doing remote work. So even though Ramblin' Jackson is a digital agency, this episode, I promise, will have a ton of value for you if you are open to thinking about the way that you do things with your landscape company. My name's Jack Jostis, and welcome to The Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing. This show is all about helping lawn and landscapers increase their profit by attracting the right customers through sales and marketing. While I am gonna share a few sales and marketing tips today, um, like how I see remote sales impacting things. This episode is absolutely about increasing your profit. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. For those of you who are new to the show or don't know a lot about me, Ramblin' Jackson is a digital marketing agency serving the landscape industry. We help lawn and landscape contractors with their website design, branding, and search engine optimization. We dig into your sales process and ultimately help you attract more of the right customers. I started the company in August of 2009, and um, for the first several years, we were a... Um, you know, we, well, I guess I started it in my attic. Now that I think of it, I had this little house in the mountains that I rented with another guy and I, I got a table for $20 from Goodwill and I had a laptop that my mom bought me and that was how I got started. Now I started selling more and more and I gradually started hiring freelancers to work with me. I had a business partner um, officially for a few years and while that was growing, I guess technically everyone worked from home, but eventually I did get an office where I would go and work. And over time, um, I bought a bigger, or I rented a bigger office where I had a few staff working with me while my business partner primarily worked from home. So it was always kind of this hybrid of, I was in the office and there were people working um, some of their time in the office with me. 
And as Ramblin' Jackson grew and grew, we, um, we, we then rented a couple offices from a virtual office place that had, you know, the co conference rooms and actual full-time offices. And man, that was great. And then it kept growing. And then I rented half of a 1500 square foot building because there's, there's just not a lot available. And the, the person I was renting from went out of business. And here I was, I thought I had an office and suddenly I was like, well, I guess I better take over the whole 1500 square feet and maybe I'll find somebody to rent some of it. And I don't know what happened, but I couldn't find anyone to, to rent that out. And I had this huge overhead. And meanwhile, no one wanted to commute into Boulder. And while I had envisioned growing a local team of people in Boulder and Denver, what I realized was no one wanted to drive from Denver into Boulder and the traffic and congestion got really crazy. And I started hiring people that were out of state. I hired um, a lot of freelance, you know, independent contractors, and some of them ended up becoming full-time employees. And I had this kind of hybrid model going. And ultimately that office was just a big overhead. It was a big distraction because the sound was terrible there. And we tried doing all this um, insulation and the vents and things so I could record videos and, and have a meeting going on and all of this stuff. Luckily, last September, I was able to get out of that lease and we went fully remote. And I was really worried when we did that. I was worried that, you know, uh, my clients wouldn't think we were legitimate or that uh, my employees wouldn't be productive or that no one would want to work for me. I had all these weird fears and things. And a year later, I can tell you that basically everything I could measure in the business and my life is significantly better <laughs> than it was when we had that office. Um, so, you know, I really think in business, there are three key things that you need to always be measuring and improving and growing and keeping your eye on. And they are the people who work with you, your employees. Um, I don't think the word happiness is, 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 is right, but people need to be engaged in the work and the, the exchange needs to be mutual. You need to be investing in them and they need to be giving to the company. Um, and, and we measure that um, informally with employee net promoter score. You know, essentially how, how, do, uh, how likely are you to recommend working here to a friend? Um, that's one of the scores we look at. And I can share that a year ago, that score was way lower. And in particular, certain department people, I asked it and holy cow, people were like giving me three, fours and fives. Wow, that's pretty bad. Um, and so it's not because we went remote, but part of going remote, we were able to improve that, hire some more of the right people who are out of state. I have some great people all around the country who are the fit for working here. Um, one of them is is um, someone who used to do marketing at a landscaping company that wanted a, a career change and like, wow, what an asset I have. Um, so that's one of them is the, the people here are ultimately um, enjoying working here and more likely to recommend working here. Um, the, the, the other one of those big numbers that I, I believe you need to look at in business is your customers. You need to have a, I have several ways of measuring that. Our retention has increased. It's 97% even during COVID. How weird is that? Why? Because we were, we were ready to work remotely and serve. It was like, 
really weird time. How can we help? We were, I feel really blessed that we were able to be working and that we were able to provide a service that was relevant during that time. Uh, when, when there were record searches on the internet for, for everything, uh, we were able to help keep our clients up to date. Um, so, um, the, the other thing is money, of course, and really profit and our profit is way up. Our sales are up. Uh, I feel really fortunate. Um, you know, even, even when the months there's, there've been a lot of months that have been really hard here, uh, with the whole, you know, COVID pandemic businesses closing and things has absolutely impacted us and the relief of not having that big overhead of, of the office was, I mean, just psychologically, it was, it was, it's been amazing for me. Um, so, so those, those three things, the people who work here, our clients and the money are all way better. And that has impacted me personally in a way that I never expected. Um, one is, uh, I'm able to exercise way more. I've actually lost 15 pounds from, from this period last year. I just put on a, a sport coat today and my wife's like, dude, that thing's huge. I actually haven't worn it. <laughs> since about this time last year, uh, because I would go into these conferences and, and, and obviously those aren't happening this year, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but I'm able to, to focus, I'm able to start work way faster. So those are some of the things that I personally like having no commute, um, and being able to just come out here. I have a shed office where I have this cool wood wall. I have some led lights and my camera is just set up at any time I can come out here, I can literally be recording video within seconds. I'm, I'm ready. Whereas at the other place I need, I needed to be quiet. And is somebody else in a meeting and like, Oh, where am I going to set this up? And Oh, this lighting is weird. It was a huge productivity killer. Um, the other thing it's allowed me to take up a, a hobby of bow hunting. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, in, and all the personal training that goes into being prepared to do elk hunting, uh, wouldn't be possible if I still had that commute and then all of the distraction of, of it. So those are some of the good things. Let's talk about what has been hard about going fully remote. The, the fact is from a social standpoint, nothing is quite like being in person with another person you know, in the same room as them, um, you know, going to these conferences or, or seeing people, the, the small conversations that build rapport. I had employees who would bring their dog and I love dogs. You know, I miss my dog. Um, you know, so those, those types of things don't happen. And for certain personality types, and we'll, and we'll, you'll hear one of our staff talk about this, uh, especially people who are extroverted and outgoing and, and really into people, uh, working remotely can be really hard um, because you, if you don't plan on taking care of that need, right, you may not, it, it's not the same as doing video. Um, some of the other things that are hard would be, honestly, that's kind of it in, 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 in my opinion, because the way that I run the company and is the same way I, I was running it, but now it's even clearer. We have our project management systems. We have our CRMs for keeping track of clients. And we've developed a system of meetings and scorecards and things, partly from implementing traction, um, the entrepreneurial operating system. If you haven't read that book by Gina Wickman, I'll recommend it 
a hundred times, that book has changed everything. And what I'll say about about having these scorecards and, and all this transparency is that you don't need to be in person to look at this scorecard or look at the CRM where the work really is getting done to know if someone's doing their job well or not. And in fact, I think that in some ways, um, the in-person, the interpersonal aspect of management can be distracting the 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 that yeah i think it it you need to learn how to manage people remotely and just have those tough conversations sooner and i found that the best way to do it is by keeping the focus on these scorecards these systems and now we're talking about those and it's less confrontational but it did take uh it was a learning curve to to learn to have some of those tougher conversations that i used to think needed to have to happen in person to just having it on the phone or having a Zoom meeting um, with with someone. On the topic of managing people, one of the really great things that came about of going remote was it added a lot of urgency for us to complete our online training, Ramblin' Jackson University. We use a program called Lessonly that has, at this point, almost a thousand different training modules for um, how we do things here. Uh, and, and what's been amazing about that was it created a lot of urgency and our operations director, Leah Leaves, before she um, graduated from the company, she helped us get a lot of that done. Our project senior project manager, Jessica Winkler, helped get a lot of that done. My wife, Kara, uh, and I worked a lot on that. But, but it created a lot of urgency to do that because you wouldn't be able to have the in-person sit-down meeting with people. And I'd say that our onboarding is actually better than ever because we now have all of these systems, this online learning, where now I can put people through the online learning and spend more time coaching them, building relationship with them, working on the soft skills, like how to plan your week or whatever. And um, the, the, the technical work of how we do things is online and it's in a format that they can watch again or you can assign a lesson to somebody to watch it again so that was a, a major benefit of of going remote that again if i had an in-person office that would be really powerful and i might let it slide longer um, had i not had the urgency created by going fully remote the other huge benefit of going remote and i touched on this a little bit earlier is is being able to hire people from anywhere in the country. I'm able to create a culture here. I'm able to create a way of doing things that appeals to the right people. And, and it's not that I can't find them locally, but being able to expand my talent pool nationally, I'm able to find people who might be like really looking for what we do in the way that we do it. And by the way, if you know somebody who might like working with Ramblin' Jackson, tell them to check out our careers page, ramblinjackson.com slash careers. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of amazing things. And at this point, I don't see us ever opening an office again. I, I, I you know, I mean, it, it allows us all to work full time with no commute and spend ultimately more time with our families uh, we're, we're more productive and we do cool things. Like we did our retreat virtually this year. 
Would it have been great? Did we all say at the end of it, yes, this was awesome, and yes, we'd like to do it in person someday? Yeah, we did. Um, and, and we will do it in person in some way again in the future. But overall, um, I love running my company from my home. It's, it's really advantageous. Right now, frankly, it is, what time is it? It's 8.26 p.m. on a Monday. And um, I'm grateful that my wife is uh, letting me work right now. Uh, we, we had kind of a family trip over the weekend. I took off most of the day today on Monday, and now I'm getting all this work done right now. And when I'm done, I'm going to go back into my house and I don't have any commute. If I had a 30, 35 minute commute, that would make these the times when I do need to push it later into the night um, that much harder. Now, obviously, there are a lot of great things about working remotely, and so um, there are also a lot of challenges. So I recorded a, uh, a, a some interview clips with the Ramblers, the people who work here, and they're going to share with you what's going well about working remotely, what do they like about it, and also what is hard and what how do they how do they manage doing it. So this might be helpful for you if you work remotely, if you have people working remotely, or your kids are, you know, uh, doing school remotely. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm account coordinator at Ramblin' Jackson. What I love the most about working remote is the work-life balance and the comfort as well. I really get more time to just work out and really be able to plan my lunches out and stuff like that. It's really helpful for me and reduces a lot of stress and just makes me overall more comfortable. Um, my tip personally for millennials is to log out of your social media accounts during your work hours. That's really helped me. So stay focused and um, uh, on my task and not worrying about what's going on on the social media world. So yeah, that's my tip. Hey, I'm Robert Felton, the landscape marketing strategist here at Ramblin' Jackson. Um, something I really like about working at home is just, you know, I just remember taking lunch to work and forgetting the sauce or something like that. It's really nice to have all those resources here at my house. Something else is just being able to deal with stress um, and things like that have been really helpful. I mean, I'm sometimes I just need to take a step away from my work and I have a lot of hobbies. So it's really nice to be able to, you know, this lunch break, I'm just going to take a step away. I'm going to tinker with what all my got and, you know, there's no one, watching you when you're sad and you need to do something or take a break. So I think that's something I really like is it really helps people with a little more stress or anxiety to be able to take a step back and feel comfortable in their home and their zone. Um, and I think that's been really big. My big suggestion is a lot of people think work at home. They think work anywhere. Um, you know, if you're going to be traveling and working, you need to make sure you take steps to be very prepared to do so. I mean, you can't just go on a whim and you know, a lot of hotel rooms, you're gonna face a lot of problems. So be smart, make sure you have a set space. When you're working at home, you work at home. You know, if you do need to travel, you need to make sure that you're smart and you prepare for it. And it's not something where you're just running around the country doing stuff, cause you'll end up facing a lot of problems and you'll end up making mistakes and you know, that's not something you should do. So. Yeah, that that's definitely true with the working on the road or uh, visiting family. I, uh, I have always loved going to the library. I, I don't know, like when I was a little kid, I would go there. So that's been um, one of my favorite things to do is go and visit a new library. 
there's mm -hmm. usually I found usually they have like a conference room or like a meeting room that no one ever uses that maybe they probably do now but um <laughs> that's been been mine um yeah I like well, working in cafes but I know what cafes work and what cafes don't and you can't really try a new cafe when you have something important to do is just not a smart decision and I see right. people make that mistake a lot so yeah or or to try and don't you know don't be that person who's having a really loud meeting Ugh. in the coffee shop it's like <laughs> it's really not okay yeah my name is Jenny I am the marketing coordinator at Ramblin Jackson and one of my a couple of my favorite things about working remotely number one not having a commute for a period of time. I lived about an hour from our office. So that hour long commute to the office in the morning and then the hour long commute after work was pretty exhausting. So being able to just get up in the morning and work is, is pretty nice. Another, another thing that I really love is not having to make a lunch to bring to work is really great. I love being able to just walk into my kitchen in the middle of the day, make lunch and eat. That's pretty great. Um, one of my tips for working remotely is using what's called a, a Pomodoro timer. Um, and you can just Google Pomodoro timer and it's a timer that will make a noise after, I think it's usually a 45 minute period of time. Um, if you're somebody who gets distracted or if you're working on something, um, or you think you might get distracted, this timer allows you to just set a period of time for you to focus on what you're doing and then your timer will go off and then it gives you like a five minute break or something like that. Um, so that's something that has really helped me focus when I need to just focus in on a certain task for a certain period of time. Yeah, my name is uh, Kevin Gava. I'm the local SEO strategist at Ramblin Jackson. Um, what I especially like about working remote um, is that it just allows me to really focus on uh, on my tasks and and what I need to do. It's it's not that I don't like uh, uh, the people who work at Ramblin' Jackson because I do, um, but I'm not a very social person. So um, being at home, just being able to focus, uh, um, works well for me. And um, a tip, um, I think most people will say it about kind of letting letting uh, people in your house know, um, you know, that you're working, but I, I guess I'll go a step farther and, uh, and, and let your mother know just because you're home working doesn't mean that, you know, she can stop by or call up or, um, you know, expect you to come by and, and help with something. She, uh, there's a commercial, I think, for, or for an insurance company where, where the mother calls up her son and asks if, if, uh, he remembers the Wi-Fi password, and literally, my both my parents did that to me like last week. So, um, so yeah, so so let your mother know, um, so she won't she won't bother you from uh, nine to five. Yeah, my name is Maya, and I'm the account manager at Ramblin Jackson. And what I love most about working remotely is just the comfort, um, being able to be at home. Um, most of y'all don't know, but I'm always really cold, so I have an electric blanket in my lap, and I'm just really cozy. Um, I love that. I love to be able to go downstairs and just grab a snack and just eat food that I've made rather than eating out all the time. 
um, one thing that I do in my house is that I have little different spaces around the house that I move around to. Um, and two of them include like to stand up instead of just sitting all the time. And then also um, just adding a dual monitor is really helpful. So you're not straining your eyes all the time on a small like laptop screen. Also, I know what you might be thinking, Jack, this is all gravy. You run a digital company that builds digital things. This would never work for my business. And I want to give a shout out to my client, um, Insight Builders and Remodeling from Bethesda, Maryland. They run, um, now they, they are, they are uh, a high-end remodeling company in the Washington, D.C. area. And they've been in business for over 20 years. And their general manager works remotely from Boulder, Colorado. Now, how do they do that? They do the same things I'm telling you about here. They have all these systems. They have a CRM. They use Builder Trend. And because of the systems that they have in place and the communication through Builder Trend, um, it has afforded their owner, Stephen Gordon, um, I don't know, probably Stephen, I don't know, maybe years of your life back. You know, Stephen used to have to go to every job site personally and review it all these things. And, and I know that he, he still, he still maintains a high level of quality control at the company, but he's not required to go do those things because of the technology and because of the systems, someone like Chris Kakish, their general manager is able to manage remotely. So I hope, I hope that this episode inspires you to think about what's possible. Um, for your landscape company, you, what's possible, uh, and and you you if you haven't, you should check out the interview with Sherry Stringer on this show, who is selling virtually. Um, I think that, you know, I think that that we're going to shift back into doing things in person uh, very soon. Uh, I really believe that we need to, and there's going to be a certain level of things. Um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when the pandemic is over, right? Um, but there, there's going to be a lot of things that people realize they can do more efficiently remotely. And some of those things are selling. You can sell remotely um, more efficiently. Um, you can qualify harder over the phone. You can do a lot over Zoom. So you're not spending your entire life driving around meeting with everyone who calls in that's interested in landscaping. So yes, everything I'm sharing with you, I believe you can apply in some way to your brick and mortar or in-person service company. All right. Well, thanks so much for checking out this episode. You know, one of the really cool things about, um, about working remotely is that we are able to serve clients all over the United States. In fact, it is our 10-year vision to be a $10 million marketing agency with wild frontier landscape clients in every American city. Now, we, <laughs> we, we have an exclusive program, which means that we don't take on more than one Wild Frontier client in those cities. And we actually have a wait list. I just got a call today from somebody who's been on our wait list for three years asking, hey, can you work with me? I'm not, I'm not making this up. So if you are watching, if you're still here, if you're, if, and if you know a landscape company who would, would like to enjoy a better balance in their company, maybe they, maybe they're, they're doing too much work, they're overworked, we can help landscapers attract more of the right customers so they turn away 
the smaller projects that they don't want and they and they sell more efficiently because their website is dialed in and they're qualifying people online. Yes, your website can actually qualify customers so they know how to buy from you, believe it or not. Um, we would love to um, to talk with you. So, so reach out to us at ramblinjackson.com and um, tune in to the next episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing. Thanks so much for checking this out and I'll see you next Friday from my house or somewhere. I don't know. Check it out. ramblinjackson.com slash podcast.